Are you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. I am here today in studio with a good friend and colleague and mentor of mine, Dr. Randy Hyde. Say hello, Randy. Hello, Randy. I knew <laughs> yeah, you knew it. Again. It's nice to be here with you, Paul. <laughs> it's been a while, and it's, it's a pleasure. I am thrilled to have you here. You and I did a radio show before. A couple of them, actually. Yes, we did. Back when we were down in the other studio and, and going out over the airwaves. And we had so much fun then, we decided might yeah. as well do it again. Yes, we did. And so I've got Randy here with me. For those of you who are not familiar with, with Dr. Randy Hyde, he is, in my estimation, the best psychologist I know. Here's your 10 bucks. I know quite a few of them, actually. <laughs> so that's saying something. That's really saying something. Um, but as far as treating children and adolescents and working with families on on issues that just sometimes are so difficult for these families personally to handle randy you have have just developed some phenomenal techniques and strategies that are based on principles to help them to get through these difficult times and i have worked with you for a long time, yes. probably most of my life. Yes, it's about, been about that. I, <laughs> you and I started working together back in, as I recall, it was 1992. Wow. And I remember it was a warm spring. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> in 1992, I came to Preferred Family Clinic as an intern. Yep. And I was in a doctoral clinical psychology program at BYU. And you were offering, through your clinic and your practice, you were offering opportunities for students in the doctoral program to come and do some training and get some experience. And that's when I first started an association with you. Uh, you and I hit it off. Yes, we did. I mean, it's like twin sons from different mothers. Yes, it really was. Sort of thing. And we think a lot alike. We really resonate to the same principles. And we were interested in in doing the same kinds of things to help people. And so... I really enjoyed working with you and establishing that relationship. When I finished my PhD, I came back to to Preferred Family Clinic and to your practice to uh, to do some more supervision, working toward licensure. And we've just had this wonderful association. It's been in the last few months that I have separated my practice out to form a coaching business. And so I'm feeling a little homesick, you know, about some of the old days back in yeah. the clinic and the mental yeah. health practice and, and uh, yet loving what I'm doing now. And, and uh, I just have some of the warmest and fondest memories of the things that we've done together and invited you here onto my show for a couple of reasons. And that's one of them because I value you personally and I consider you one of my, my most esteemed mentors Thank you. and a good friend. And the other reason is, I think you know something 
Well, you've been, you've been wrong before. Well, that's true. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. Yeah. But I think you know something, and I think you know a lot of things, and I think that what you know can can just amazingly, is that a word? It we're, is to me. We're shrinks. We can make up yeah. words. I, can, I think it can have an amazing impact on the lives of some of the listeners to this program. And I don't want you withholding that. Okay. So I dragged you in here today, <laughs> kicking and screaming, to talk about that. Would you take just a minute, Randy, and give people your own introduction? I've been giving you a little bit of the history of how you and I know each other as colleagues. Talk to our listeners for just a minute about who you are and what you do. What is it that you're doing that that brings value to the world? Well, it's interesting because uh, I was born and raised in Rexburg, Idaho. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, worked on a farm. That's why I'm a psychologist. I thought, oh, it's got to get better than this. <laughs> and uh, was just an innocent, naive little boy with parents just that, you know, adored me and loved me and mm-hmm. got into first grade and flunked the first time. <laughs> and <laughs> Flunked out of first grade. Yeah. yeah. I went back the second time and, and uh, continued. And... Uh, mm-hmm. Got a PhD, um, but like all of us, you know, there there's things that that are gifts for me, mm-hmm. and and this is a this is a gift. It's a mission. I love it. Um, helping people like this is is a dream come true, and I'll be honest, it's it's one of the few things I can do. To be honest, I mean seriously, mm-hmm. I'm not being humble. You know me. <laughs> well, hey, this is an important issue though because I think so many people out there are are trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? And the answer to that lies in, well, what can you do? Right. What are you good at? And really, there are some things that you are good at. I'm talking you to, to everybody collectively. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something that they really shine at. And if they could figure out what it is and really get honed in on it, they can create some phenomenal value Absolutely. in this world for other Absolutely. people. That's so important, I think. And what you have stumbled across that you are good at is what? Well, the psychology stuff, you know, working with kids, working with parents and families and, and understanding human dynamics. And, and that kind of thing comes to me um, easily. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's something wrong at home, you know, with, with like mechanical or, you know, or something needs to be fixed, my wife will call her dad and come and have a fix. She never even asks me anymore. No, that would make it worse. Yes, and it's right. expensive. Have <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> it fixed. <laughs> I teach people about this all the time, Randy, where you have a unique ability, you have a, a core where where you shine and you have a passion for it and you're good at mm-hmm. it and it adds energy to your life. And doing those things is really the way that you can help the world the most. And then and then it goes out from there to things that you're really good at, but it's not really your unique ability. Mm-hmm. And then it gets out to things that you're competent at you can do this stuff, but you're not particularly good at it. And then outside of that is the biggest area of all, which is stuff that you're incompetent at. <laughs> and if you engage in those activities, you're making it worse. Yeah, You're creating more of a problem. But for you, psychology, now let's just say that there's a family where the mom and dad are just stumped. They are frustrated. They are upset about something that's going on with one of the kids. Mm-hmm. 
okay? You've seen this before, right? Yeah, I've seen that a little bit. Now, let's say that this family drags you, drags their son or daughter or whoever into your office, and they tell you this story, okay? Mm -hmm. And they they just, they're into it, right? And they're just laying it out, just, bah, here you go, Doc. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you were really stumped? Like you had no idea what to do. That's been, it's been a while. <laughs> and it doesn't happen, does it? Uh-uh. It really doesn't happen. I want to I make a point of that because for people who are really struggling with something, there are people in this world who, like Dr. Randy Hyde, who are not stumped by it at all. In fact, it's just second nature. And you know exactly what to do with them, don't you? Yeah. Anybody out there who is a good accountant, would you please give me a call? <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly right, because you're not good at everything, but you're good at what you're good at. Yeah. Well, it's, that's a general principle, and I think that that's fun to talk about. I want to really focus for a few minutes on your area of expertise, and I have a question that I want to start with. You've had a lot of experience, Randy, and I'm not saying you're old. Although you're not like saying I'm not that. either. <laughs> that's right. This is something that we've teached each other about before. <laughs> Randy was I had a thriving practice when I was in junior high. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want you to draw on that vast experience that you have for a minute. And I'm talking personal experience. I'm talking professional experience and just everything that you've been exposed to as you have been privileged to observe the lives of people. And wouldn't you agree that clinical psychology is the best spectator sport in the world? It is. It's a privilege to observe these people's lives. It's an honor. And an honor. And as you have done that and, and experienced these phenomenal things in your life, what, what is it? What is it that's the most important thing to people? That's funny you should say that. Because as I was driving over here, I thought, what do I want to share with people? And I thought, you know, I have asked literally thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last 25 years to, to, to any, any walk of life or person. This is what you ask your clients. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the most important thing in the world to you? Mm-hmm. And no joke, easily, 99%, easily, will always say the same thing. It can be an adolescent, a delinquent. I mean, the just, oh, ornery. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll ask them, and they always say the same thing. My family. <laughs> I'm like, wow. are you kidding me? The way you treat your family, and they're the most important thing in the world to you? Well, they're always there for you. <laughs> they always say that. My family, and they're always there for you. You know, there's mm-hmm. something about relationships that are so necessary, so needed, valued. That's the crux, really, of people's happiness. Yeah. And if that is in line, things are going well. And if that's out of whack, it doesn't matter how much money you have, how successful your business is. None of that seems to matter if you don't have those key relationships in line. Yes. Even a relationship with yourself. Because I get people Mm -hmm. who come in who love everyone else, but are just ornery and mean and critical of themselves. And mm-hmm. hate themselves, well, that's probably the most important relationship because you live mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not loyal. They, they betray themselves. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, who's perfect? 
Well, uh, well you're pretty let, close, let Paul. Yeah, <laughs> but who's perfect? I mean, we got to accept ourselves for who we are. I've found that a lot of people will be very understanding and forgiving and tolerant of everyone around them yeah. and highly, highly critical and caustic toward themselves. And they think that'll help them grow. Right. But, it, but they, it's a wrong principle. Or they they're won't. somehow righteous or pious to be that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, that, that's humble. Mm-hmm. That's not humble. That's one of the worst forms of pride. Absolutely. Man. And pride is weakness. It's a defense. Mm-hmm. You know, hu- real humility, realizing, oh, man, I got strengths. I got weaknesses. You know, I, I succeed. I fail. We're human. Yeah. It's That's like right. I ask, I'll ask a kid. I'll say, why are you intelligent? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a gift. They didn't earn it. <laughs> <laughs> Came from somewhere. Yeah. Boy, we're rolling now. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this commercial break. If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single-day intensive speed reading workshop that will at least double your reading speed, guaranteed. This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, you know, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read. And, uh... Ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. This is David Hinton, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems, reading at the speed of imagination. Hi, this is Jason Adams, one of the co-founders of CashflowParadigm.com. We created Cashflow Paradigm as a way to help others look at money differently. What are your beliefs about money? Is it good or bad? Many people have beliefs that limit their control over money and don't even realize it. The thing most people don't realize is that their beliefs about money greatly affect the amount of money and prosperity they have. It's all about your paradigm. Come play a fun game with us called Cashflow 101 created by best-selling author Robert Kiyosaki. Come meet new people and check your paradigm as we learn principles that govern our personal and financial lives while having fun together. Currently, we are holding monthly game nights in Provo and St. George, Utah. Go to our website at www.cashflowparadigm.com to register for upcoming events. That's www.cashflowparadigm.com. So, Randy, I'm not sure if you've ever asked me that question. You know, what's the most important thing in the world? But I'm afraid I wouldn't come up with a very creative answer. <laughs> I think I'd be in that, you know, 90% or whatever yeah, it is that you were saying. Family. You know, I, I've thought about that personally. That uh, as good as things might be going for me, 
or as well as they might be going for me in other areas of my life. If there's anything that I'm worried about or concerned about or preoccupied with related to my family, that just pushes its way right to the front of my mind. And it's so important for people. So I'm wondering, as, as these families approach you, and I'm, <laughs> this is kind of funny because I do this too. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I, I so much respect your experience in this area and the things that you've taught me because a lot of what I do for people, I learned with you. Yep. Learned together. What is it? What is it that you would do first or what would you call the attention to or put the emphasis on as you're starting to work with a family? Oh, good. Where would you go with them? Well, it's interesting because my receptionist will call me and they'll say, uh, your next appointment is waiting out in front. And so I'll go out. I'm all smiles and, hey, how are you doing? You must be Jacob. Yeah. How are you doing, Jacob? I want to talk to your parents for just a minute. And I will always, 100% of the time, bring the parents back. And leave the kid out there. Because I want to communicate to them that the parents and I, his parents and I are on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I want to get the history. I want to get the story. And parents need to tell their story. I mm-hmm. also think that parents are the best therapists. Mm-hmm. I am there to support and help. But you're not there much. I am a resource. What, an hour a week maybe? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm a resource. I... I just and if parents get the right principle or right skill, if I can diagnose that well and and figure out what do they need, and I can teach that, mm-hmm. oh my heavens! Well, you know our our average uh, length of treatments for our sessions, and that's mm-hmm. really tough stuff, and mm-hmm. that's because parents are so good. You know, mm-hmm. we did some research, mm-hmm. you and I. With delinquent kids. And one of the things we found is that by and large, the vast majority of parents are very healthy that are struggling with their kids. It's just that they don't know what to do when their kids go off the deep end. Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy. You just teach them what to do and they implement it. And man. Because they're already good parents who want good things for their kids. Yeah. What's more important in a parent's life than their kids? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really an easy profession, really. Because you've got, <laughs> you've got this dedication. Do you know what I'm saying? You've got some committed people. You really do. And you can, help, you can help a kid, let's say a teenager that's out of control. What if they don't want to be helped? <laughs> you know, it's funny because I saw a family this morning, and parents were there, and the kid, the kid refused to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he ran away. But the parents came, and uh, I said, oh, my heavens. We don't need their cooperation to help them. Right. And the parents are like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need him here. In fact, I'm not surprised he's not here. Mm-hmm. We don't need his, we don't need him here in order to help him. And man, That's they right. get this big grin. And, and after I explain how we're going to help, they're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's right. You know, the, the research that you're referring to had to do with the program that we developed back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we have this philosophy, we call it the moral development model. And some of you listeners are probably familiar with this if you're connected to my parental power content. And if you're not, feel free to go pick up that CD on my website, drpaul.org. Go to the content, or the, uh, excuse me, the products page, and you can pick up that CD where we talk about this philosophy. And basically, 
it has to do with the the trade-off between control and maturity. And what you're talking about, you know, that you don't need your kid's cooperation is an acknowledgement that it's up to them whether they're going to cooperate or not. But that's not going to tie your hands as a parent. You just go to that level. If they're going to cooperate with you, great. Meet them at that level. But if they refuse to, there's still things that you can do. And you, Randy, are are a person who acts as a resource to these parents to help them know what to do. Sure. The best parenting is responding to your child's moral development. How, mm-hmm. where, where is your child? And that, you know, there's tough love parenting, and mm-hmm. there is communication-based parenting and nurturing. Mm-hmm. Well, people always ask me, well, which one's best? And I always tell them, it depends on where your child's at. Mm-hmm. Because if if you if you're always in you know tough love parenting, you can miss the boat. If you're always mm-hmm. in nurturing and communication, you can miss the boat. Because there's times when you need to vacillate based on their response. Kids need both, don't they? They do love and discipline, or structure, or whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah, either parents' discipline or their own self-discipline mm-hmm. based on their moral development. Somebody's got to discipline these kids. And the only question is, who's going to do it? Right. It'll be self or parents. Do you know who's third in line, by the way? Police. Yes, the state. <laughs> you know, seriously, I've known that, you too long. <laughs> that, that scares some people. Yeah. But it really should, because really, who's next in line? If the parents are not going to take control of the situation, let's say the kid's out of control, mm-hmm. okay, and is not willing to self-discipline, and the parents are out of control and can't get control of the situation, the next entity that's in line and has the authority and the power to take control would be the state. Yeah, and it never changes. It's the same for adults, too. Try not paying your taxes. Mm-hmm. Just take the parents out of the loop. Jumps yeah. right to the state. Yeah. So I would love to have you just highlight a couple of things that you see as being key principles for these parents to understand. Well, if parents are the best therapists, I think family is the best environment in order to learn, grow, and achieve one's true potential. It's difficult Mm. to really develop fully unless it's in a family. It's hard. You learn so much. It's, It's accelerated learning. Families are really under attack. Did you know that in Europe... They're not marrying anymore. They're not marrying much here anymore. That's true. They're living together. And research mm-hmm. shows you live together, you separate a lot more than, mm-hmm. than you do if you're married. And so mm-hmm. divorce is at what, 54% now? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, 54%. And, and those who just live together, it's way higher. So, so families are being split. I think there's a lot of cultural trends that are contributing to that. What do you think families should do or focus on to combat that? What do you counsel families to do? You know, and if it's possible, and you know, and I, I'm in my second marriage, but I'll mm-hmm. tell you, it, it's heaven. It's heaven. It's better than I could have 
imagine. I have a great imagination. Yes, you do. <laughs> but and so I realized that you know there's there are people that it, they're just not matched. I mean, they mm-hmm. just don't get along well. Well, divorce will continue to happen. Yeah, and and yeah, it will. And so, but my first is man, if we can save that marriage, if we can get them to be best friends and work together, oh man. You know, it's a foundation mm-hmm. for the family, and the kids will just fall in line. And so the marriage needs to be strong. Mm. That is so powerful. You know, and I've, I've really had a sense of this. Um, my listeners know that uh, I sponsor a lot of, of retreats, and we just came back from another cruise in the Caribbean. Randy, you and Carolyn were with us last year mm-hmm. for this very purpose. Strengthen the core of the family, which is the, the marriage yeah, a mom and dad. But you know who my you know you know who my heroes are, single parents. You know those those oh, yeah. single moms mm-hmm. that that work all day, come home and work into the wee hours of the morning. Mm-hmm. You know just to save their family. And and I have never in my life seen such sacrifice or dedication. Mm-hmm. And so, all that's good. All that's good. And that's, I want to comment about that too, because my hat really goes off to single parents. When we, when we talk about the core of the family and strengthening that, we're talking about a general principle. There are very few people out there who fit perfectly the general ideal. Yeah. And even if you've got a marriage, how ideal is your marriage? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we talk about principles, I want the listeners to understand that that if your situation does not perfectly match the general ideal that we are talking about or the standard, don't don't take offense by that or feel like, you know, somehow you're second class or anything like that. A standard is just that. It's something to shoot for. It's an ideal. And I've uh, shared before a concept on this show called The Gap which is something I picked up through the Strategic Coach Program, where it's like the horizon, and as you look at the horizon, it's always way out there. Well, that's the ideal. And as you travel toward the horizon, what happens? Does it get any closer? It sort of keeps going, doesn't doesn't it? doesn't seem to. It's always infinitely out there. And so if you measure yourself by the standard or the ideal, it's really frustrating because you always fall short. I think it's far better to just stop, take a look over your shoulder and see how far you've come and see what you're doing with the package that you have. And appreciate. And appreciate it and have gratitude Yes, for the things that are in your life instead of focusing on what's not there. You know, you mentioned um, what, what's one principle. Well, research, some of the most powerful research on what creates relationships is from John Gottman, one of my, my favorite psychologists and researchers on relationships and marriage. And you and I went to one of his conferences. Oh, it's fantastic. He found that, that marriages that are thriving, there's five times more positive interaction than negative interaction. When, when a marriage, mm-hmm. there's an equal number of positive negative interaction, man, we can't save it. You know, they're going to divorce. That's a recipe and that's for the, depression. Yeah, the most powerful research well the average junior high kid gets we divorce when it's equal number one to one the average junior high kid gets one positive for 12 negative at home and one positive for 18 negative in school at school man they have add times it by three 
Mm. So we got an uphill battle on our hands. Yes, we do. Creating that positive environment at home. We'll be right back. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Those who teach children all too often have to say the following statement, Stop leaning back on your chair. Or how about, that is going to break that chair. In fact, did you know each year over 7,000 injuries are reported in British hospitals alone due to children seesawing on their chairs? Worldwide injuries reach the hundreds of thousands each year. One British teacher finally decided to do something about this. His name is Thomas Keisel, and his new invention not only stopped children from rocking back in their chairs, but he retired as a teacher because his product was so profitable. He calls it Max. Max is a chair design where the back legs of the chair are bent backwards a little. This makes it virtually impossible to lean back. By keeping all four legs on the ground, Thomas's chair is keeping children out of hospitals. His chair is becoming widely popular as he was receiving orders from schools all over. Congratulations, Thomas Keisel, on a grounded idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't. If you live in the Utah County area, and if you like what you hear on this show, then this opportunity is for you. I am hosting a weekly mastermind group called Paradigm Insurance every Wednesday from 4 to 5.30 at my office in Orem. Call Eric at 801-226-7544 to register. We prefer an abundant atmosphere, so please wipe your mind before entering. That number again, 801-226-7544. Randy, right before the break, you were talking about some research, and I've been familiar with some of the things that, that John Gottman has done, and I think there's been some great stuff uh, that Martin Seligman has done related to happiness and, and positivity and things like that as well. What else are you seeing from this research that you think is important for our listeners to know? Well, I was thinking, you know, if, if for a couple, you know, five to one positive to negative interaction is good. Mm -hmm. Oh, my heck. What about 10 to 1? What about 20 to 1? Mm. You know, where... Now, wait a minute. You don't want to make it too good. <laughs> <laughs> right? Really, don't I? <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, I got thinking, well, why is that so powerful? And, and really, of all the research, that's probably the most powerful in predicting happiness in relationships 
is the amount of positivity. In fact, um, well, you mentioned, you mentioned Seligman. He found that uh, two pessimistic people, it's very difficult to have a, a good marriage with two negative pessimistic people. Mm-hmm. You've got to have at least one. And so I thought, wow, five to one is good. Um, what about 10 to one or 15 to one or 21? And so mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to try it. I am going to be the most affectionate person I know. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I mean, what is affection? It, it's, it's sharing how you feel about someone. It's sharing love. Mm-hmm. And that can't, be, that can't be bad. Well, the research doesn't show that. And so I, I worked, you know, how do you develop a habit? Repetition. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just tried to be the most affectionate person I know. And I'll tell you what, it's been a miracle. It's been a miracle. Mm. The most influential person in my life was my dog. <laughs> I'd walk in, man. She's jumping up and down, man. Her oh, little tail's wagging. Oh, man, I'm so happy you're here. Oh, you know, right. dogs are amazing. I'm like, oh, man. Well, it's yeah. no wonder they're man's best friend. Mm-hmm. And I just found with kids, man, if, if they're getting 1 to 12 at home and 1 to 18 at school, positive to negative, God, what if you turn that around? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, kids suck it up. They just they can't get enough. And it's a need, you know? So- so, Randy, what if one of our listeners is is scratching their head right you now, just trying to figure out, okay, I've got this kid at home, 13 years old, and just, just crusty, you know, and grumpy and doesn't want to be around the family and, and whatever it is. I'm just picking a kind of a generic scenario that might yeah. be out there. What would you encourage the parents to do based on what you've already told us? Well, I would... I'd buy a bag of kisses and you know, throw them a kiss every once in a while. Hey, you want a kiss, dude? <laughs> you know, Randy. Does, want a hug with that? <laughs> Randy does this in his office. You guys, <laughs> somebody will come in. You know, teenage kid or something. Hey, you look like you could use a kiss. Do you mind if I give you a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> it freaks they, them out. I know. No, man, no way. So I pull into my drawer and I get a chocolate kiss and I'm like, really? I thought everybody likes chocolate. <laughs> And, and then we talk about perception. It's amazing you're not in more trouble than you <laughs> oh, are. Oh, it's amazing. You know what I mean? It is a miracle. It's, it is. And but, miracles never cease. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, connect with that kid. Humor. Kids. Kids bond through humor and play. If you want to bond with a kid, play. Mm-hmm. I took my 16-year-old kid, you know, Derek. And I, I'm telling you, if there was ever a perfect kid other than Adam, who's, you know, your kid, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> You know, it's amazing because we were driving and he starts introducing me to some of his music. And I'm telling you, I really like some of it. Mm -hmm. We had a blast. Well, you do what your kid likes to do and and you play with them. That's how kids bond. Do you feel like some parents are just way too uptight? Way. Way. Why do you think that is? (laughs) I think it's because we get in the habit of being so responsible, Mm -hmm. so ambitious, you know, well, crossing par- our T's and dotting our I's. It, we forget to how to let our hair down. Yeah, sometimes we cross our eyes and, well, never mind. Yeah. What, when, when parents are getting so uptight about things, I think part of it is... Fear, fear. It's absolutely fear. They, they want good things for their kids. Yeah. They see the choices that they're making and they're afraid that they're going to go off the deep end. Oh, yeah. But I think parents also feel responsible for their children's lives. Right. What do you think about that? Well, you know, 
I think that's right. I mean, if you were to ask me, and I know if I were to ask you what's the most important thing in the world to us, mm-hmm. it's our families. It really is. Absolutely. Hands well, down. I mean, gee, we get desperate, mm-hmm. you know? And then I kind of balance myself by remembering my childhood. And I'm like, oh, my heck. How would you like to be your dad? I, I was an idiot. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, geez, if I was like that, i got to relax. and My kids will grow and develop and have experience. And I've got to mm-hmm. kind of trust the process. There's a lot of really goofy kids that turn into pretty decent adults. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom still is just amazed. <laughs> yeah, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of hoping that we can send people home today, Randy, with... Well, maybe they're already at home, but that they can go away from this show today with a few practical, immediately applicable ideas that they can use. Stuff that they might have to pay you hundreds of dollars to get in the office. Which I would appreciate. I think that's a good idea right there. Which, you know, we'll give them a chance to do that too. But You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are some of these gems that you think will really help parents to get on top of it? When we talk about principle-based parenting and... Some of those principles? Some of the principles. Well, I like abundant affection. I like abundant affection. That's kind of what we've been talking yeah. about here. play. Uh, but is that enough? Heck no. Sometimes you got to put your foot down. And sometimes you got to put your foot down hard and say, here's the line. This is what happens if you, mm-hmm. if you cooperate. Here's what happens if you don't cooperate. Go ahead and choose. Do you believe that a parent can truly have authority with their kids if they're not having fun with them? He's thinking. Well. Thinking, thinking. I, the, the parents who come in to see me aren't having any fun. <laughs> and and what, I think that they can what, have authority, but they need to have fun too. Well, and I think part of what I'm trying to get at with that, Randy, is that the respect level that children have for their parents is affected by at least two things. And I think one of those things is the ability to set and enforce appropriate limits. Right. That really, and you've got an analogy of breaking a horse. In fact, uh-huh. maybe you ought to share that. But then the other thing is, to be seen as a provider of good times and good things. Uh-huh. And those two things together, I think, really cement a parent's authority in that home. Amen. Could, it, perfectly said. Don't you think if they're missing one or the other, they don't have a full measure of authority right. with those right. children? Kids need to know they're loved and respected and accepted. Of course, they're going to make mistakes and screw up and whatever. But, you know, there's mm-hmm. always good things. Randy, you taught me something years and years and years ago that has stuck with me as it relates to discipline. And I know that some parents are really hesitant to really just set those limits with their kids. And you shared with me an analogy of breaking a horse. Uh huh. Would you share that with our listeners? Sure. And why that's important. But it has to be followed up with another one first. And that's the corral. Go for it. Okay. So this farmer, you can tell him from Idaho. <laughs> this this farmer, he, he builds this corral and he puts he puts cows in it. First thing cows do is they go around the entire perimeter of the corral trying to find a weakness or a hole. They want their freedom. If they break out, they become wild, ornery, irritable. Their milk dries up or they get poor milk. They really become anxious. They have insomnia because they're not used mm-hmm. to that much freedom, but they're testing their boundaries. 
If the fence holds, they go around the entire perimeter of the fence, take a deep breath, go out in the middle of the pasture, start grazing, very contented. There has mm-hmm. to be boundaries for kids, and you've got to enforce them. That's like having a strong fence. Yes. If there's a hole, they're going to go through. Even if there's a highway or a canal or something dangerous on the other side, they just want to test that fence. Well, a power struggle is a test. The kids are wondering, I wonder how safe and secure and stable my world is. And since parents are in control of the world, they're just saying, well, I wonder how strong and powerful and tough my, my mom and dad are. Well, I think I'll find out. So they'll engage in a power struggle. If they win the power struggle, they're like, ah, I'm in control of the world. Oh, and they no. freak out. Right. And if their parents win, they're like, whoa, mom and dad are strong, powerful, tough, in control, and they will relax like you will not believe. Because they feel safe now. Yes. They know that if the really scary stuff comes in, there's someone more powerful than they are that can help them. Yeah. That can help take care of them. So here's this wild horse. This guy's got this, tie, this horse tied up to a post in a corral, and every morning comes in and gives him an apple. The horse thinking, I love this guy. Every morning comes in gives me an apple. Then the guy comes in. Puts a blanket on the horseback. Horse thinking, what do you think I am, Colt? Get this thing off me. He's biting at it, tries to get off, can't get off, gets used to it. Then the guy comes in, puts a saddle on the horseback. Horse thinking, this is the last straw. Get this thing off me. He's biting at it, tries to get off, can't get off, and gets used to that. Then the guy comes in and does the reins to the, to the post. And the horse thinking, ah, this is awesome. But the guy jumps on the horse's back. And instantly, horse goes into a rage. He's thinking, who do you think you are to jump on my back? I'm going to teach you a lesson you're never going to forget. I'm going to teach you who's boss around here. And he starts bucking, bucking, bucking. Oh, my heck, he can't buck the guy off. Now he really becomes enraged. Every muscle in his body is violently contracting. Lactic Mm. acid's building up. He's thinking, I'm going to buck you off. I'm going to break your neck. I'm going to stomp on you. I'm going to break every bone in your body. I'm going to kill you. Mm. And he's bucking, bucking, bucking. Lactic acid builds up. Neurons can't fire. Horse all of a sudden realizes, oh my heck, I've lost. At that point, mm. three things happen. First is respect. He looks back and he goes, whoa, this guy's good. I know he's good because I'm good. And he's still hanging on. That's right. Second is, is, is an increase in love bonding and attachment. He goes, God, this is a great guy, man. This is the same guy that brought me apples every morning. He didn't hurt me. He just hung on for dear life. And the third is cooperation. A lot of parents are afraid not to discipline because they're afraid of ruining a weak bond anyway. Not realizing mm. <clears throat> that, that kids bond to people that they can respect and count on. You, mm. And the extreme, you get a family where there's an abusive parent. Weirdly enough, a kid is bonded to that parent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that's sick, but, but it shows that, I don't know, anyway... It increases the bond the, to discipline appropriately. The respect that a child has for a parent who's able to effectively set and enforce limits is always greater than the respect a child would have for a parent who is seen as wimpy or unable to follow through with what they say. Which is sad because they give everything in the world to them and then they don't respect them or love them as much. That's right. we got one more segment. Stick with us. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. 
Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. This is Dr. Paul. You've heard me talk about a lot of things on this show, and I've interviewed some pretty amazing guests. I love what I do, and one of the nearest things to my heart is my role as a husband and father. I've worked a lot with others who place a strong emphasis on family, and I feel this is my primary purpose, to help others save and enrich their key relationships. It's in this spirit that I invite you parents to join me for a free weekly dose of parental power. Register for this free teleconference at drpaul.org or send me an email at drpaul at creationtreecoaching.com. You will receive an email with the call-in number and access code. The calls are live every Tuesday morning from 1130 to 12 o'clock Mountain Time. I'd love to be part of your parenting team. Okay, Randy, got a little bit of a problem here. Do you think you can help me? The problem is we're at almost out of time. It's amazing. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of stuff we could talk about still. Yeah, days. I think there's a couple of important things that have come through, though. And one of those, we've talked about a number of things. One of those is that family is the most important thing in the world. And if there's anybody out there who disagrees with that, you know, feel free to offer your contrasting point of view by sending me an email or, you know, posting a comment on the blog site if you want to. If you agree with it, I'd love to hear that too. Um, I, haven't, um, I haven't really promoted this very much, but you can go to liveonpurposeradio.com, the place where you pick up this show. And many of you subscribe to this through iTunes, and I think that's fantastic, or you have some other kind of a feed burner. But go to the blog site occasionally. Go to liveonpurposeradio.com. If you like what you hear on a show, or if you have something that you would like to add to the discussion we had on the show, or if you have a contrasting point of view, we would love to have you go to that site. You can make a comment on any of the shows that we've posted. And that's your way to start contributing to the to the dialogue and the comments that we make. I also wanted to give a quick heads up to you listeners who who would value supporting your family in a very powerful way. I have coming up on the twentieth of March, two thousand eight, 
So if you're listening to this show before the 20th, you still have time to get in on this event. A two-day, two-night couples retreat, which will be held in the beautiful, scenic Homestead Resort in Midway, Utah. Uh, if you are interested in that and want to get involved with that, this is one thing that we're offering to help you to solidify those family relationships. The theme of this year's retreat, or of this uh, this spring's retreat, we do them quite often. The theme this time is creating and living your family mission. So we would love to have you involved. I've got nine of uh, our Creation Tree coaches who will be presenting some powerful content and just an opportunity to come and hang out with me and my wife and associate with some of our other coaches and their wives. Fantastic opportunity. If you want to get involved with that, send me an email, drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com or at creationtreecoaching.com. Either one will get to me and I'd love to help you get connected with that. With that being said, you know, Randy, we've talked about the importance of the family. We've talked about the importance of parents being on the same page and solidifying their relationship. We've talked about principle-based approaches to parenting. And and for me, that comes down to two fundamental issues, which is that you're able to set and enforce appropriate limits and that you are seen as a provider of good times and good things. I think of the two, well, they're both challenging in some ways. You yeah. know, having having fun and lightening up as a parent and being able to connect with your kids is is very valuable. I think usually when parents approach us in our line of work, it's because they're struggling with that with that other one, setting and enforcing appropriate limits. What can parents do if they're stumped, if they're stuck? This is what you do. I guess part of what I'm saying is how can they get in touch with you or or receive resources? And it doesn't have to be through you, but what's out there to help parents if they're feeling stuck? You know, there's a lot of resources. Um, when when I first started working with, with real difficult delinquent kids, there was an idea that they couldn't be helped. And at the time, they weren't That's helped. Right. They didn't have the principles, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. That brings back some thoughts. Can I years. comment about one of those? Because I'm having a similar memory right now. Do you remember we were sitting in a juvenile probation kind of a meeting? Mm-hmm. There were some, some officers from the state who were there, and, and they were very skeptical about what you and I were proposing that we could do with some of these families. And there was a kid that they picked. Do you remember? Oh, gosh. There was a kid that they picked to throw our way because they uh-huh. figured, well, this will show them. Yeah. This will show them. Yep. And we took that kid through our program, and we helped his family to get connected with some principals. Yep. And we went back to another meeting. And do you remember the reaction of those probation officers? Oh, yeah. Isn't it that was a sweet awesome. memory? Because this kid went in there, and he shared with them what he was thinking and how he felt about his family. And It, it was, was great. It was powerful. Oh, yeah. Powerful. Yep. That was great. I'm glad we had that little memory just there. Yeah, that was good. So what can they do, Randy? Well, they can uh, they can do a lot of things, you know. Um, they could call me at my office, 801-221-0223. Okay. So that's 801-221-0223. That's the number for Preferred Family Clinic, where I was associated for what, 15 years, something yeah. like that. And I still feel, you know, yeah. like that's kind of home yeah. over there. 
um, some fantastic clinicians there. Randy, of course, is the clinical director of the clinic, and and there's a lot of programs and, and resources that can help. And this is especially relevant for for people who are looking for some one-on-one support for uh, for a therapist to work specifically with them and their situation, and that's available to them. Yeah. Excellent. I, I just completed uh, a training. It's a DVD series, 10 DVDs. Oh, can I talk about this for okay. a minute? Okay, yeah, go ahead. I came over to the clinic the other day, and I saw that you had completed this set. And I know you've been working on it forever. Uh-huh. Randy kept showing up to work with makeup on and stuff, you know, <laughs> because they're filming. And maybe I should have better, didn't that. I? <laughs> You're a handsome man, anyway. <laughs> but uh, all of this phenomenal stuff that Randy has been using to help families through the years has been recorded in in the context of a set. This is a box set that you can get. That this is like what? This is like signing up for like. 12 weeks of intensive therapy. Oh, I don't know what least, I'd even at least. compare it to. You've got 10 DVDs in this set. 10 DVDs. This is, this is phenomenal material. There's an audio CD that introduces them to some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a resource CD, which includes forms and, and things you can fill out and kind of you know, kind help of the you. practical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. help help documents. Basically, there's a workbook that comes with this thing. Yeah. This is this is a packed set. And I looked at that thing and I said, "Oh man, what is this going for?" You know, twelve hundred bucks, thousand bucks. <laughs> this is selling for six hundred dollars. Now, some of you are going to say six hundred bucks. Wow, that's and others will say, who understand this kind of value will say, "Oh my heavens, is that all?" Because what you get out of this could potentially save some relationships in your family. It's called the Teen Miracle. This, and I'm talking about it as if I'm part of this deal. I didn't participate in this yeah. at all, except maybe I tried to you teach know, encourage me you and teach te- me things. Uh, this is Randy's product. This is something that Randy has put together in his desire to help families, and especially families with teens, right? Mm-hmm. to overcome some of the difficult challenges that that are part of that part of life. What I wanted to do is get the most active ingredients. You know, cut out all the fluff and just just give principles that are just so powerful that it'll it'll change your life. And you know, I can mm-hmm. talk about it like this because I really don't feel ownership. You know, if there was anything that was ever mm-hmm. inspired, you know, when it was done, I'm like, oh, my heavens, this is better than me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. If people were to call your clinic, they could receive this thing, 801-221-0223, and they could order the Teen Miracle through your clinic. The price is 600 bucks to get connected with this phenomenal material. And Randy, I was talking to you during the break or maybe just before the show about whether we could put together some kind of a special offer for Live On Purpose Radio listeners. Mm-hmm. And you guys, I have, to, I have to just acknowledge Randy and his willingness to help these families. We've had fun doing this show. We are prepared to give a special offer to the Live On Purpose Radio listeners at 450 bucks. And Randy, you're not going to take home a lot of that, are you? <laughs> 
Just satisfaction. But Enough to that's keep good. you going, though. That's good. And the reason we want to make this available is to help you with your family. If that's something that you would find available, the only way to get a hold of that special offer for the Live On Purpose radio audience is to do it through Live On Purpose. So I want you to send me an email to Dr. Paul, Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com. Dr. Paul at liveonpurposeradio.com. And I want you to put in the subject line this promotion code. Here it is. Teen Miracle. That's the subject line. If you'll do that and give us your contact information in the email, I will have a member of my team contact you and make the arrangements to get that shipped out to you at 450 bucks. Now, you can go to Randy's Clinic and get it that way, too. That's fine, because you're okay with people still paying 600 bucks. You know, I, I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for that generous offer. I'll give him a kiss and a hug. And I'll tell you what. Chocolate kiss. If you get into this material and, and don't just find a phenomenal value there that helps your family, send it back to us. We'll refund your money. Yeah. Because that's how confident I am that this is going to help you. And, and Randy, I'm just so thrilled about what it is that you're doing. You know, and, and I'd just like to say there's, there's breadth in this. I mean, there'd have to be with 10 DVDs, but it gets into deep, deep principles about marriage, stuff. about um, how to cope, um, you know, how to discipline, dynamic discipline, abundant affection, uh, communication skills. In fact, there's one, there's one skill in communication that if you were to do it, you'd be phenomenal and people are, would just be like, oh, my heck. Mm-hmm. Just one thing. Uh-huh. And we, we get into stuff like that. Like what's the most important social skill a person can develop? Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. Fun. Awesome. Awesome. Let's, uh, let's give people a way to get in contact with you, too. You gave the clinic number, 801 221 If you want to contact Dr. Randy Hyde at Preferred Family Clinic, that's a good phone number where you can reach him. Or you could send him an email. Is that okay, too, Randy? Sure. His uh, email is Hyde, H-Y-D-E, Doc, D-O-C, Hyde, Doc, at Mac.com. Yes, M-A-C.com. Isn't that weird? Okay. Dr. Hyde. Doctor. Life is weird, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm Dr. <laughs> Jenkins. We used to have this Jenkins and Hyde sort of thing going yeah. on, right? Randy, thank you so much for being thank on you. the program. It's a pleasure, and, and Paul, thank you. I love you. <laughs> I love you, man. Thank you for being here. Thanks for creating this value for our listeners. Everybody, go out there and live on purpose. We'll, just, uh, we'll catch you here again on the next show. <laughs>